Hello, hello, friends. I am so excited to be back with another episode. I'm honestly, like, really grateful right now. (laughs) I just love podcasting so much, and I wanted to start off by saying I'm just so eternally grateful for the people that listen to this. I honestly, like, don't even look at my podcast stats anymore. I think there's only like 15 returning listeners at this point, but I do not mind. Even if there was none, I would still be doing this. I love this platform. Um, And I can't remember if I've talked about this on here before or not, but I finally am like feeling so great about my content strategy, strategy in air quotes, Um, just in terms of like what content I put on different platforms. I was so confused on that for so long. I was like, okay, I have a podcast, I have a YouTube, I have an Instagram, I have a TikTok, I have a Twitter. What the hell am I supposed to on all these different things? And I finally like figured it out, but it didn't, it just happened so naturally. Um, and on my podcast, this is where I really like to just get deep and vulnerable and raw. Like, I literally am once again laying in my bed as I'm recording this. And this is just where you get to know me and my journey more. This is where you see behind the scenes, beyond the social media highlight reel lens. My YouTube is where I, like, that is my creative outlet. I love making videos. It's so fun for me. And it's also, like, a memory shadow box for me. Um, I love to, like, do vlogs and travel videos and, like, some education things but that is like getting to know me a bit more but this is just like the deep vault of it getting to know what I'm going through and like the process of my journey this is just like a really beautiful place for that and obviously once again I do Q&A's like there is wisdom that comes from this but the main educational hub is my Instagram I'm currently doing a 30-day reels challenge and I just love making reels I love it. I like haven't and I don't plan on doing static posts anymore on my Instagram because it's just not for me. Like I used to struggle so much coming up with ideas to make but now I just make a video and then the caption just flows from it. This is probably boring but I just wanted to express my gratitude for that because that was like a bit stressful for a while and just draining like not knowing what content to publish and make can be a bit draining at times so I'm just grateful and feeling incredible. Um... So today, I'm once again just going to talk about what I've what I've been going through. Also, like I'm not sure if the podcast will always be this way, but as of right now, I'm going through a reawakening, so a lot of shit is happening, and I just always have things to talk about, and it's really great. I love hearing I love hearing things like this, so I love to share them. So, currently, so the last episode I talked about my experience with Moldavite, and it's definitely slowed down a bit in terms of like the physical changes. Which, honestly, like, not really. I'm reflecting now. I haven't really taken time to reflect on the past couple of weeks. I'm trying to get better at that. I just, like, especially in a reawakening, every day something new is presenting itself to me. So, right now is honestly the time I'm reflecting. (laughs) Um, But there's definitely been some physical changes, like, in terms of... I'm just getting a lot more clear like clarity is such a theme for me right now and that's incredible um but there haven't been any huge like massive changes which is what I was sort of expecting with Moldavite and was my experience the first couple of days but there's been a lot of massive changes within myself which is just as incredible um and one of the I've like had one of the biggest epiphanies of my life um 
and I've been working through my limiting beliefs surrounding love, abundance, and receiving. So essentially the divine feminine. I told you guys back in my September episode before I went on the retreat, um, I started working with my divine feminine and it's just beautiful how everything works out. Um, I started working with her and started healing her. But it wasn't until more recently that I realized, actually it was after my call with my Ayurvedic practitioner, I have a lot of limiting beliefs surrounding love, receiving, and abundance. And it wasn't until more recently that I really dove deeper into that and I realized that I didn't feel deserving of love, which is really wild because I have such a beautiful relationship with myself um it's like I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast I had a really tough breakup about three years ago now which is sort of what triggered my spiritual awakening in the first place but I've been single and celibate since then um for the most part (laughs) I've been celibate for two years now and that's been a crucial part of my journey um It's not for everybody, but it's definitely been for me in this phase. And I've just been learning to love myself and like self-worth, all of these different things. And it's, I have an unwavering knowing of like how much I love myself, but I still had this, I had a hard time believing that other people could love me, which was very interesting when you love yourself so much and you know how good of a person you are and you know your worth, but still having this block surrounding other people loving you and receiving love from sources outside of yourself because I had I had went from two extremes I was for years of my life um on this one extreme of being codependent on other people solely relying on my validation my love my everything from other people to after that breakup going to the absolute other side And through like healing and things like this, going to the other side of hyper individualizing myself, not wanting anything from anybody and only getting what I needed from myself. And now I'm like trying to find this balance, this in between of, okay, yes, I am independent. I love my alone time. I love being my source of happiness while still allowing myself to receive love, abundance, and happiness from outside sources while still allowing these things to flow to me and not blocking myself from them because I think I'm the only source of that. You know what I mean? You should be your main source of love, happiness, and things like that. Never place that into other people's hands, but don't shut yourself off from these things because we're humans. We deserve to be loved. Um, So it's been a very interesting realization of working through my stories attached to that and feeling as if I deserve love. And something that came up through that um, is my feeling that I have to prove myself almost. Um, And this has been a recurring theme and pattern in my life whether it's in friendships relationships my family um, my business I have always felt like I had to prove myself or I had to overgive to receive the bare minimum and that's just like not the case and definitely not the truth or story for me anymore um so it was really interesting realizing this and I always felt like I had to do something to receive love um and this showed up a lot in my relationship and I was actually talking to my grandmother about this the other day my grandmother's my best friend I talked to her about everything but 
when I was in that relationship, I would constantly buy him things. And I would constantly go out of my way to do this, to do that, to do this, do this, do this. And it's just, looking back, I'm able to realize now that, yes, I did it because I loved him. But mainly I was doing it subconsciously because I was like, here, here's a reason to love me. Here's the reason to love me. Rather than just being like, I'm an incredible person. Love me for me. Um, and I noticed that even in, in, like, through shadow work and taking accountability, in our breakup, I threw that shit in his face a lot. I was like, but I did all these things for you. I bought you all these things. Like, I did all this for you. Rather than, okay, you just don't really want me as a person. And that's okay. You know what I mean? It was never about me as a person as much as it was the things I had to offer him. And this was something that carried on a lot throughout my life was this limiting belief surrounding that people wanted me for what I had to offer to them, not for what I was. Um, and it was a really interesting realization to come to. Um, because even like in my business, I felt like I had to overgive on my offers for people to be like, oh yeah, I want that. You know what I mean? And it was a subconscious thing for so long and in friendships as well. And in my family, like I felt like I constantly had to prove why someone should love me. So then when I started to really like, and I say heal in the term of like heal from my what I was able to heal in that time. Obviously, now I'm healing deeper and I'm realizing that that was something that was not cool. Um, like, that belief wasn't cool for me. <laughs> like, no, girl, you deserve love. I was healing from that relationship and hyper-individualizing myself, I think, as a way to, like, protect me from that. Like, if I'm by myself, I don't need to prove myself to anybody, you know? I don't need to prove myself to myself. And it was just a subconscious thing and it's crazy how things, like, it just really goes to show how things that go unnoticed can really have a huge effect on you. Um, and it's been really life-changing to work through this belief. And I am just really happy about it. And then I did a, um, a guided meditation with goddesses because obviously this is all surrounding my divine feminine. And even in moments where I thought I was in my divine feminine, I was still in the masculine. <laughs> um because I've just been so wired to be in the masculine of doing shit and getting things done and something that came up with like the receiving thing first of all I had a my friend Courtney and I'm pretty sure I've talked about her on here before we always do readings for each other and it like always brings up a lot of what we can do within shadow work and things like that and in one of my readings she did for me she was like they're telling you that abundance is your birthright and I was like shit and this is when all this stuff started to come up. And then in my meditation with the goddesses, I was meditating with them and they just sort of told me like, Allison, you don't have to do anything to receive abundance. And instantly I took that as, okay, so tomorrow I'm not going to do anything at all and then I'll get what I've been waiting for. And literally in the meditation, the goddess was like, you're missing my point. And I was like, excuse me? And she's like, you don't have to do anything. It is your birthright. It is going to come to you whether you do nothing at all or you do everything. And it was so pivotal for me because this whole time I have been convincing myself that I was blocked by something um, because it was easier for me to do that. Telling myself like, okay, this is what's been blocking me from what I want gives me the control that 
it gives me the control of being like, okay, I know what's blocking me, so I'm going to clear and then I can get what I want. And it was really a control thing about having the control of when things come and how they get to me, which this whole time I have been like working on releasing control that I didn't realize I was still holding on to it in that sense of being like, okay, my relationship and my history of like relationships with men is blocking me and oh it's my divine feminine and it's oh it's it's this inner child work and oh it's the mother wound and oh it's this and things kept coming up that I was like that's it that's what's blocking me and I clear it and I'm going to be one step closer and literally in the meditation she was like Allison you're not blocked nothing is blocking you yes there will be obstacles and yes there are things you have to heal but it's not an ultimatum it's not do this and then you'll get that that's not how the universe works it's do this and at the same time, this is already coming, right? So that was also a really beautiful and pivotal thing for me because it was really just me being in the divine masculine of having the control of being able to just get shit done. And also, like, I have so much compassion with myself through this because I've been, once again, raised... I had to sort of raise myself, so I'm so used to just having to get shit done. And, like, I know that if something comes up and, like, things need to get done I will get it done so it was easier for me to be like well this is blocking me and then I can get it out of my way so it's very out of my nature to just leave it up to whatever and obviously like I have manifested so much in my life so I know like I did release a lot of control and also I used to be an incredibly anxious person um and releasing control scared the absolute living shit out of me and I've lightened up so much. I really don't experience anxiety or overthinking anymore. I've released control in so many areas of my life. But this reawakening is me going deeper into everything. It's going deeper into things that I've already worked through and just going on a much deeper level because I'm up leveling. Like I've manifested my business. I've manifested the clients and every person I've met and all these amazing connections and everything I've had. But I'm up leveling my life. I'm up leveling my energy, my business, my friendships, everything. And with that comes a deeper level of healing. So I'm going deeper into releasing control. Um, and it's a really beautiful process. So I'm releasing control over everything now. Like I have accepted that, yes, I have things to heal and there will be challenges and there will be obstacles. And also like this is an interesting thing for me because accepting that there will be obstacles but also working through my limiting belief that things have to come hard is very interesting I've always convinced myself that only like the good things come hard right like nothing good comes easy which is not true the divine feminine literally tells you you receive things with ease but I'm also well aware that like obstacles will present themselves but that doesn't mean it's hard that just means there's something to learn here um so knowing that there will be lessons, there will be obstacles, and there will be things to heal, but that's not blocking you. It's going to come when it's meant to come, and that's trusting divine timing. So that's been really interesting and honestly beautiful for me to learn, um, and obviously I'm still learning it, but it's definitely an interesting journey. I will say, though, that mindset of like, this is what's blocking me and I have to clear it, <laughs> I healed a lot of shit very quickly <laughs> because I thought that was what was blocking me from my manifestation. So I healed so much shit in the past three months. So much. It's kind of insane. Um, 
but I'm thankful for that phase and I'm thankful for like being out of it and now knowing that it's just up to divine timing and it's going to come when it's meant to um and just trusting and releasing control and going deeper and allowing the universe to work its magic um while I'm doing my work and I'm aligning myself with my manifestations and continuing to heal and continuing to do all of this work um and just being aligned and trusting my intuition it's it's going to come naturally and it's something that's really interesting and another big thing I've been working on recently is allowing myself to have human emotions um I definitely was doing a bit of spiritual bypassing with my own emotions there for a moment and I didn't really realize it. It wasn't with sadness or anything like that. Like, I would allow the sadness to come up. I've been really working through my anger um, surrounding, like, past experiences. But I really bypassed the emotion of, like, stress and worry. Mainly because, I, like I said earlier, I used to be such an anxious person. I was the biggest worrier I'd ever met in my life. I worried about everything, even if it was nothing to worry about. So as I started to work through that, I just like didn't want to experience that emotion anymore. So I sort of blocked myself from it. And recently, once again, we're completely vulnerable here. I'm being completely open. Um, and this is also a really beautiful healing experience for me too because I'm a Cancer North Node. The point of this life is for me to learn to be open and vulnerable and emotional. So this is beautiful for me. But I have been going through a very interesting financial situation, which is part of the reason why I was like, okay, I'm, go- I'm going to remove this block and then this. But I like... I already know I'm going to learn so much from this phase. I already know I'm learning so much. Um, And this phase is, like, really teaching me a lot about patience and trust and gratitude for what I do have. Um, But my spiritual side in in this experience is, like, don't worry about it. There's nothing to worry about. The money is already finding its way to you. You're already seeing things pay off. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of things aligning and working themselves out um, because I'm in a business coaching program right now, which is a hefty investment, the biggest investment that I've ever had. Um, I'm not going to get into numbers, but it's a big investment and I am making it work, but it's definitely stressful. Um, but I haven't really been allowing myself to feel stressed because I've just been like, but Allison, you know, it's going to work out. Like, yes, I know it's going to work out. Yes, I feel my manifestations literally here already. Um, so like, I know it's going to work out, but in this moment still, it is stressful and you're allowed to feel that. Like I've had this interesting sort of, I don't even know what to call it, where I'm just realizing that like, yes, you are a spiritual being who is so evolved, but you are still human and allow yourself to experience every aspect of the human experience. And a part of that is stress. Um, so it's interesting, but it's important to know that like, don't stay in this stress, allow yourself to feel it, allow yourself to acknowledge it because otherwise it's just going to sit in your nervous system. Um, but don't get consumed by it, right? Like acknowledge it, feel it, and then say thank you for coming up, but we don't need to experience this because it's going to work its way out, right? Allowing yourself to feel it, validating yourself in that while still knowing that it's all going to be okay. Having that balance is really important because otherwise you're going to get sucked into eternal worrying or you're not going to let yourself feel it at all and just suppress it completely. So that's been the big lesson I've been learning. Also, I posted on my story yesterday and I've had a couple people swipe up, so I wanted to share. 
Oh, wait, before I do that, um, well, while I'm talk, I'm getting sidetracked. I want to share a couple of my journal entries, not necessarily the entry, but I want to share an experience that I had. So the other night I was journaling about this whole love thing I've been working through. Um, and I was just, I don't even know like where it started, but I was just, okay. So the, the prompt I asked myself was why do I feel undeserving of love? Um, so I really just like dove into this and then I got into like my past experiences with love. Um, and just all sorts of things like this. My past experiences with love and as I was doing this, I had a playlist playing in the background. It actually wasn't a playlist on Apple Music. There's a part where you can click like, it's called Allison Station, but like it'd be your station and it's just a station curated based off of what you listen to. So it's not songs I have in my library. It's completely random songs based off of what I listen to. And I just had that playing. And the song that came on while I was journaling this was Ivy by Frank Ocean. And if you don't know that song, the first line of it is, I thought that I was dreaming when you said you loved me. And I literally just like started journaling about that. Like that's not my story anymore. Um, because I, I don't think I'm dreaming when people say they love me. I believe it. I deserve it. It's not a shock. Like I, it's not a surprise to me that people love me. And then I was journaling about that, um, and then next, the song came on was Love on the Brain by Rihanna, and I was like, oh shit, okay, that's pretty cool, um, and I was like, yeah, like, that's a beautiful sign, those two songs right now, like, while I'm journaling this, is such a beautiful sign, and then I started journaling about my ex, and the song that came on was When We Were Young by Adele. And this was this, one of the songs that I sang so much when we were together. I don't know why I just felt such a strong connection to the song. Literally, we were still together. And I really just cried. <laughs> I sobbed and I allowed myself to feel this very deeply. Um, and just like be there for that version of myself that was still sad about the breakup. And like my inner teenager essentially. And then I went into like forgiving myself I forgive myself for allowing him to make me lose myself I forgive myself for being angry and sad and insecure I forgive myself for the friends I chose and not walking away sooner and setting boundaries and standing up for myself I forgive myself for everything that happened while I was doing my best with what I experienced as a teenager like all sorts of things like this and the next song that came on I don't know if you know the band Why Don't We, but it was their song called Love Song, and this was, like, I started writing about what I was manifesting in a partner, and then this song came on, and literally everything I'm manifesting in a partner was in the song. One of the words, one of the lines is, I want to see the whole damn world with you. Um, another is, lately I've been working on myself, which is something that I'm very much manifesting in a partner, someone who's working on themselves. This person came out of nowhere, also something I manifest, like, it just comes naturally, and then I wrote another love song, Baby About You, I've written one for every second without you, it's just, like, this is the love I deserve, this is the love I want, like, a fairy tale type of love, and the order, like, all of these came on was just so beautiful, um, and I was doing this during the full moon, so, like, I released all of these old stories surrounding love, and it was really, really beautiful, but what I was going to say before I like m forgot and mentioned this was I posted on my Instagram story a book that I've returned to. I bought this book 
last uh, spring, like right around when quarantine had initially started. And something with books and your spiritual journey is I will feel like I might buy a book or be given a book and I won't come back to it for like two years. Like, for example, I was gifted the four agreements on Christmas by my grandmother, actually, which is really wild. Like, I don't know why she was pulled to this book. The Four Agreements, the book that literally changed my life, she bought for me for Christmas, my senior year of high school, I think. Um, And I didn't pick it up until, like, a year and a half after that, and it changed my life. And same with a lot of the other books that I have. I don't pick them up or, like, I don't really feel drawn or, like, pulled into them until I meant to. So this current book that I have is called Empath to Mystic by Aaron Soule. And I've had it for a year and a half. I read the first like 30 pages of it. And basically with this book is it's um, like the art of mastering your own intuition and trusting yourself and just diving deeper into yourself. Um, And you know me, I love my intuition and working with it. But a part of the book is like, obviously it's a book, but then there's journal prompts and action assignments. So I did some of the journal prompts and action assignments, but I never felt super pulled into it until recently. I just saw it and I felt like, okay, I need to pick this up. So I've been working through it again and I'm like already, I've been working on it for the past two days and I'm already farther than I was in like the three weeks I was working on it the past or the last time I picked it up, so it's definitely a sign that now is the time for me to be working through this, but I'm not going to share yet what, like, is coming up, because I really only did just start it, but it's definitely really beautiful, um, I highly recommend it, it's, I just love books that, like, give you something to work through and work with as you're reading it, I really love that, but I'm definitely going to be sharing how this journey goes, um, it's incredible, And one last thing that I want to say is I did a past life regression last night and I'm probably going to talk more about this in the next episode because I want to just like integrate it more and sit with myself before I tell the whole story to a podcast or whoever. Um, But I highly recommend it. If you want to do a past life regression, um, just look up past life regression on YouTube. It's the first one that comes up. It's by Brian Wise or Weiss or something like that. It's like 36 minutes long, but I do recommend listening to like, so on YouTube, you can like make a queue of, or like a playlist or a queue or whatever of videos. Listen to like a 10 minute guided meditation first and then this, just because he doesn't really like do much to get you into the meditative state first, but it single-handedly changed my life. (laughs) Um, And it's really beautiful because the memories from that life showed me that like my fear of love not fear of love but like my limiting beliefs surrounding love go much deeper than just this lifetime um and like my abandonment issues and my fear of losing love my fear of falling in love because I'm gonna lose it um stems for many lifetimes and I also saw my grandfather in that lifetime but he was an eagle it was really crazy and I knew it was him like I started bawling because I knew it was him um yeah basically I'm not going to get too into it yet, but basically, like, one of my memories was of my wedding, and I, like, my soulmate was with me, but I didn't see any of his facial features, like, I just knew he was my soulmate, I don't know how to explain it, and I knew, like, I will find this person again in every lifetime, and I'm going to celebrate this love in every lifetime, and it was really beautiful to get shown my wedding, um, because it was, like, a celebration of my love, which is really crazy, because, like, love is something a very interesting topic for me but then 
I was shown the end of my life and I was like holding love letters from this person and it had been very clear that this person had died. So it was like, I journaled about it afterwards and I was just like, this is where my fear of abandonment started because the person that I loved most, the like I had such a pure and beautiful, healthy love and then it was ripped away from me when this person died. Um, but then there was also just this side of like, you will find this person in every lifetime maybe yes it got ripped away from you but there's lifetimes of this and also like beyond every lifetime we will find each other in the other realm so it was just really beautiful to know that like wow this goes a lot deeper than just this lifetime um and that's why past life regressions are so beautiful and important because there may be cycles and patterns and beliefs that have been holding on to you that you didn't realize have been so much deeper than just this lifetime's trauma because you can work through this trauma and then it's still there and you're like, what the hell? I thought I worked through this. Well, maybe it goes beyond lives. Um, and just go into it with an open mind. Like, you'd be so surprised. I am not good at visualizing things in meditations, but it, it was just trust me <laughs> definitely try it um and I'm gonna do it again because we have many lives but yeah definitely try it dm me if you have any questions about it too I think I'm gonna end this episode here this is one of my shorter ones I just I love filming episodes on a whim I was not planning to do this right now but I was just like sitting in bed like ah I want to record why not why not nah <laughs> I just love it. I love you guys. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy. I'm feeling incredible. Um, I won't lie. I've been feeling a bit low energy the past couple of days. Also, this is your reminder to not compare people compare yourself to people's social media the people like don't put people on pedestals because we're all human beings even the ones that are very healed and the ones that are like teaching others how to heal like we are still humans. I still experience human emotions. I still have days where I don't want to get out of bed. Today and yesterday, I've literally done jack shit nothing <laughs> because I just don't have the energy. Also, it's 5.55. I'm trusting myself and like trust and listen to your body. If you feel low energy, listen to that. Obviously, if you felt low energy for five years, maybe it's a sign to get up out of bed. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Listen to yourself. Listen to your body. If you feel like you need to rest, do it. Don't push yourself to do something you don't want to do. I go in waves of feeling extremely motivated for a couple of weeks, and then I'll have, like, a couple of weeks where I'm like, yep, time to rest. So we're resting right now. Um, but listen to yourself, and don't compare yourself to the people's social media. It's literally a highlight reel. That's why I get on here and talk about things like this, because I'm a real human being. Um, but, yeah, I love you all so much. Thank you for being here with me. DM me. I would love to hear how this episode resonated with you I love to talk about the episodes after you guys watch them or listen to them um yeah and I'm gonna if you I'm gonna on next episode I think I want to do like a Q&A about my spiritual journey so far so if you have any questions about that DM them to me or keep an eye out for my um snap snapchat <laughs> Instagram story that I post um asking questions about it so yeah have a beautiful day evening, morning, afternoon, whatever it is for you. I love you with my whole entire heart. Please don't ever forget how loved you are and how deserving of love you are. Um, and yeah, have a beautiful day. Thank you for being here. I love you.